Have you ever wanted to start running but didn't know where to start or started a couch of 5K but quit because it wasn't catered to you? Or better yet, you've been running for a minute, knocked out all the 5Ks, hit up some half marathons, but you keep getting injured, not getting faster, and you're questioning your love for running. If you're a woman over age 35 and been trying to figure out this running thing on your own or don't know where to start, this show is for you. Welcome to Runners University, Women's Guide to Running After 35. My name is Dr. Leticia, physical therapist, certified running nutrition coach, and I've been helping women for many years now tackle aches, pains, build strength, and break mental barriers to living their best life on and off the pavement. Every episode, I take the guesswork out of how to train smarter, faster, and run for life without nagging injuries and actually enjoying it. Let's make running or walking into your 40s, 50s, and beyond your best yet. Welcome to the gratitude episode. Gratitude, the quality of being thankful, the readiness to show appreciation for, and return kindness. Happy November! And I'm determined to focus on gratitude this whole month in my life and want to share some of that with you on this episode. According to Harvard Health, gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. You're happier, you're more grateful, it helps your mental health and your physical health improve. So you know when you relish kind of on good experiences and positives, it can help you with kind of pushing past adversity as well. And then when you have adversity, focusing on those gratitude things that you're grateful for can also help as well. So let's run back kind of my year in a nutshell. So as we know, coming out of 2020, that was a rough one for a lot of us. And it continues as well as our global pandemic is still here. Although definitely had some advancements with vaccinations and other things, but it is still there. So, you know, with those ups and downs, as we transition to coming out, if I transition out of coming out of 2020, I was hopeful and optimistic when January 2020 hit. But y'all know that the beginning of January did not start out the greatest when it came to the United States. Um, so we'll pass, push on past that. But moving on, hey, new New year, I was able to get my uh, vaccinated in, fully vaccinated in January 2021, optimistic about continuing to branch out and growing in business. Then April 11, 2021 hit. While playing in a recreational basketball game in a women's league, I ruptured my patella tendon. So if you don't know what that is, it is essentially the major tendon that keeps your kneecap down and attaches also to your quadricep muscle, most one of the most powerful muscles, obviously, you need for straightening your knee, standing, bending, squatting, all the things. Ruptured it. April 21st, going to that first surgery. Was on a week of bed rest, hooked to a machine, bending and straightening my knees for 24-7. Was not able to drive for three months. Going up and down the stairs was a chore. Every activity was a significant chore. Fast forward into July 21st. Second surgery, that procedure actually took two surgeries. The first one was able to repair the tendon, insert a cable. The second surgery, you had to take that cable out. So still prognosis is still about 12 to 18 months from the injury, from the surgery for full strength. So what did that mean for me on this year? Done. No running, 
and for a very long time. And most of my regular physical activities were significantly lim- limited or definitely looks much different now. Now I'm on the upswing of that, but also the strengthening component is still the longest part of the recovery. So I'm still on that journey now. Over the last three years, I've also struggled with decreased energy, um, unable to shake some weight gain, also due to some thyroid and some hormones kind of doing their own thing. Ladies of a certain age may be aware of those those hormone changes, but mine was a little bit different um, regarding having some um, vitamin mineral deficiencies, thyroid, blood sugar, and hormone issues also accumulating together. So really trying to find a plan that worked for me to kind of push past that and get on the other side of it has always been in the work for these last three years. But the last races I trained in ran in 2019 were on the struggle bus. I was pretty much wiped out, decreased energy, trying to figure out ways to keep on pushing and keep on training. But 2020 hit after that. So not not really significant changes were made there, even though I was on a uh, a medication and a, a protocol at that point. But then I had to make another shift and switch up my health squad. Now, if I talked about in previous episodes where you have to have that health squad, that team that you can go to when you have an issue, so you don't have to be searching. That team could be your physical therapist, your nurse practitioner, your uh, massage therapist, your your chiropractor, your your health or nutrition coach. Building that squad is a really uh, important key, and I definitely have my squad built up to where I need it to be right now. So at that time, I began seeing another functional medicine nurse practitioner now as we go in towards the end, actually, of 2021, as things begin to slow down and get more stable um, with, the, with no more medical procedures. So did some further testing, identifying some vitamin, more vitamin deficiencies, some potential um, food irritants, hormone, blood sugar levels, which had increased to pre-diabetic Currently, that's due to those hormone and the thyroid levels. Where thyroid being off, then your thyroid is one of the things that helps with controlling your metabolism. When that gets off, then boom, now you can have some some issues with blood sugar. And this is despite being quotations relatively healthy. So it doesn't matter necessarily what people are able to do, their size and things like that. If they have some things going on in the background, then you can still be there. So over the last few weeks, instituted a new protocol and we're working on turning the corner with it. But let's flip to where gratitude comes in. There's three reasons why I choose to be grateful to this day. Number one, now I have more time at home and the ability to see my son get on and off the bus and be more present. I used to be running around working for multiple home health PT agencies, also doing my own business and so on. I was always on the go and knowing I wasn't as present as I should be. I was always in the car traveling, um, eating in the car. Then I would come home and be working on notes and working on this and that. I was exhausting myself to the bone, pushing towards goals, which were obviously getting more detriment for me during years and years of doing that. But then God literally slowed slowed me down. I was when I ruptured my patella tendon. I was not able to walk up and down the stairs without significant error. I was driving for about three months. 
So I was forced to reshift, slow down, and able to begin working from home and decreasing stress. Now that I'm back to normal daily activities, I can actually cook dinner. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, so slowing down and smelling the roses. That was the, the, the key was like, guess what? You needed this to happen to you so that you could slow down, reshift, reshift some things in your over total body wellness, reshift responsibilities at home, and then actually get a more clear focus on where I was supposed to be going with my business and my life. So that was number one. Very grateful that that all these things that seemed like they were not separate, but hmm, what's going on? There was a reason for that. Number two, I began working with the national organization Black Girls Run as their lead physical therapist for their running programs. This opportunity actually came literally a week or two before I had my knee injury. So it was things working in the background, like I said, like me not knowing that I was going to be having this opportunity working with that organization and the ability to be able to do everything in which I was doing virtual coaching consultations, um, leading uh, workshops and seminars, things I didn't have to be physically present to do because right after they, I um, signed up to do that, boom, I was down. So I wasn't leaving the house. I wasn't driving, wasn't even able to bend my knees. So I'm hosting my first consultations at the beginning of uh, that April or May time period with my knee wrapped up in a knee brace, sitting at the computer, propped up in the bed. That was <laughs> that was pretty crazy um, at the beginning. But this uh, that opportunity further opened the doors, like I said before, to be able to work from home and be able to reach so many, so many more ladies, helping them tackle their run and their walking goals so that they can continue to live their best life, keep the crazy away, using that time for them to hit the pavement, because they know that was very precious time. So helping ladies with injury prevention, uh, runner strength, tools to be able to make them successful. That's another way that these last months have really increased my impact that way. And I'm so grateful for that and so excited to see how these ladies continue to progress in their run journeys. Number three, I'm grateful because my my ability to impact hundreds of people, even with this podcast, has grown and flourished. I wanted to last year, the I launched a podcast on my birthday, December 30th of 2020, and my goal was to reach the masses and to be able to fill that hole of women of a certain age as progressing past age 35 and beyond, having the right resources and tools to be able to continue to run for life, hit the pavement, and be as healthy as I can be instead of a lot of the traditional things that didn't have resources for ladies who were just wanting to get started with running and walking or even ladies that had uh, accomplished multiple you know, full marathons. Those, those resources and tools after a certain age just were not out there. And I, I searched to be able to find resources. Most things were really targeted toward men. All the research research studies that I've seen have all been like college A's male. College A's male at 21 is not going to be the same as a woman that is 37, 
47, 57, whatever years old. So being able to find those resources and finding those those holes to be able to serve a niche that I'm really passionate about and that I'm a part of <laughs> as well. So if you've listened so far, you you have been helping me by being more grateful by continuing to be able to impact you and you guys actually listen sitting on and listening this far. <laughs> so when you're thinking about your life on and off the pavement, focus on your wins, things you are grateful for instead of what you couldn't do or didn't achieve this year. We can be our own worst enemy and our own worst critic. So pushing into that focus of what you're grateful for, focusing on your wins, it will take you higher and higher as you continue on your journey on and off the pavement. So if you've been helped by listening to this podcast, then go ahead and drop a little gratitude by leaving a rating and review on Apple or follow and hit that bell on Spotify to be notified every time a new episode drops. This helped me reach more people and help them run for life. But until next time, girl, do the thing. Hey girl, thanks for listening to the show today. If you're new to running or tired of trying to search Dr. Google on the best ways to begin and continue running without giving up or getting burnt out, then head over to www.runnersuniversity.co slash get started to grab my bulletproof running guide for women. You got this girl. Do your thing. Music produced by King Music. Check them out, y'all.